0: well good morning church family Uh, here we find ourselves in another adult sunday school class as we continue our study in the attributes of god and here we find ourselves uh, in the month of may may 24th uh, 2020 and today we're going to be taking a look at the subject of faithfulness uh, in relation to god Uh, and so let's begin by opening up in a word of prayer gracious heavenly father we do thank you for this day and lord as we uh, take time in our Adult Sunday School to look at this next attribute of faithfulness. Uh, We ask that you would help us to understand just how important uh, this attribute is, uh, how comforting it is, and may it continue to teach us and help us to trust you more. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, today uh, we're gonna talk about the subject of God and his faithfulness as one of his attributes. Uh, And as we have uh, talked about in previous um, attributes, Uh, We know that God does not need to work at being faithful, uh, that he is not growing in it, he is not getting less in it, uh, because he is faithful. Uh, He is uh, all that entails being reliable, steadfast, and unwavering, as we think about what faithfulness means. Uh, And as we take a look at this particular attribute of faithfulness, uh, we know that all the rest of the attributes, as they work together with faithfulness, help safeguard it. Uh, His holiness uh, helps safeguard God's faithfulness. Uh, The fact that uh, God uh, is all-powerful speaks to the faithfulness of God. The fact that God does not change, that he's immutable, also speaks to this. And we can take a look at each and every one of the attributes and see how they safeguard and work in tandem with God's faithfulness and how important being faithful is. Uh, Something else that we can consider as we uh, Look at this subject is the fact that everything that God says or does uh, must be in line with his faithfulness. Um, It it will always be consistent uh, and something that we can count on which in our world and as we look at other people uh, faithfulness is not something that uh, is very characteristic of mankind. It doesn't mean you won't find faithful people but as we think about faithfulness and commitment Uh, And we can even take and look at any particular subject matter uh, and see that oftentimes faithfulness is not seen uh, in light of the God who is faithful. And so uh, we we too look at faithfulness and realize that as we talk about God and his attributes that there is no person or no circumstance or nothing outside of God that will cause him to act any way other than faithful to who he is. Uh, There's not going to be some uh, thing that's going to come in and change God. Uh, And there's nothing that God that needs to change because he is faithful. Uh, Faithfulness is an attribute of God that we can, in complete confidence and trust, know that God will never be or act inconsistently with himself. So in other words, God's faithfulness is good for you both now and on your deathbed. God's faithfulness is good for you when you are one day standing in the very presence of God for all of eternity because God will not cease being himself forever. He will not cease being faithful throughout eternity. Instead, the God who is faithful will continue to be who he is and continue to be faithful. So what I want to do today as we uh, open up this subject a little bit more, so I want to take a look at some scriptures because as we look at the faithfulness of God, Uh, there's really two different directions I'm going to be going. Uh, One is in relation to the scope of God's faithfulness, uh, and the second is in relation to God's faithfulness in action, because really to understand and to see God's faithfulness, we need to see God actually being faithful uh, in and through uh, his creation. But Let's take a look uh, this morning at the scope of God's faithfulness in relation to the fact that it is great. In the book of Lamentations, chapter three, verses 22 and 23, it says this. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So one thing that we can understand in relation to the scope of God's faithfulness is that it's great. Uh, It is not minimal in size. Uh, It is not something that we should just uh, see as a truth about God and then just forget about it. Uh, And in relation to God's steadfast love uh, that he mentions and his mercies that that, uh, never come to an end, notice that it's new every day. So each day we wake up, each day that we embrace uh, the God that we love, uh, we're going to find that he is going to be that same great faithful God each and every day. Second, in relation to the scope of God's faithfulness, is the fact that it's established in the heavens. Uh, The book of Psalms, chapter 89, verses 1 and 2, says this, I will sing of the steadfast love of the Lord forever. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I said steadfast love will be built up forever. In the heavens you will establish your faithfulness. So as we think about God's faithfulness, it stems out of who he is and is established in his abode, in the very heavens where God is. Uh, and so again that's another safeguard as we think about no one being able to come and change that uh, even if if he would think that that was a possibility which we know it is not based off of the fact that God is the one who is omnipotent and that he is sovereign in control of all things Uh, but it's an encouragement to know that God's faithfulness is not established somewhere outside of who he is instead is it established in the very heavens uh, where his abode is third in relation to the scope of god's faithfulness is the fact that it defines everything that god does listen to what the psalmist said in psalm 33:4. it says for the uh, word of the lord is upright and all his work is done in faithfulness now this should be a comfort also to believers because we're not talking about uh just part of what god does you'll notice that the, the psalmist picked these words very carefully as it was inspired by the holy spirit himself that all God's works are done in faithfulness, and this is an important thing for us because uh, we don't want God to act in some fashion uh, contrary to who He is. Because the moment that one part of His work is not done in faithfulness, then how can He be the God who is faithful? And we know the answer to that question uh, very readily. And the fact is, is that He is faithful. Therefore, all that He does is in faithfulness. Fourth. Uh, The scope of God's faithfulness is that it surrounds him. Psalm 89, 8 says, O Lord God of hosts, who is mighty as you are, O Lord, with your faithfulness all around you. So, God's faithfulness is not only established in the heavens, it not only defines everything that God does, but it actually surrounds him in in the very presence of of who God is and in his dwelling. Uh, So, it's, it's not something that he goes and gets. It's part of who he is uh, and the, the fact that it surrounds him completely. Uh, it's part of everything that God does. It defines uh, uh, God himself as well as the heaven in which God's uh, abode is uh, and where God dwells. Uh, fifth, uh, it is immeasurable. Psalm 36 uh, verse 5 says, Your steadfast love of Lord extends to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds so we see that as we think about uh god's steadfast love extending to the heavens and then his faithfulness even going beyond that to the clouds you know when we think about god's faithfulness we can't measure it Uh, it is not something that we can tangibly take a look at and say okay here is god's faithfulness no it's god's faithfulness is immeasurable it is bigger than we could ever possibly think or imagine Uh, and it, it, it is because it is who our God is, the God who is uh, um, omniscient and omnipresent, uh, the one who knows all things and is, is everywhere. And finally, uh, something that is encouragement to us as believers is the fact that the scope of God's faithfulness is that it never changes. Malachi 3, uh, verse 6a says, For the Lord does not change. And because as these attributes work together, and the fact that our God does not change because he is immutable, uh, because he... Uh, is uh, that, uh, when we look at faithfulness itself, we can say that uh, it never changes because our God never changes. So that's the scope of God's faithfulness. Uh, We're gonna start looking um, this morning and we're gonna finish up next Sunday uh, with God's faithfulness in action. And the first thing I want to to point out in relation to the faithfulness of God and, and how that is working out in our world Uh, and and, and, in the world that God has made is the fact that God keeps his covenant. Uh, We go all the way back to the Old Testament book of Deuteronomy, uh, chapter 7, and I'd like to begin reading in verses uh, 6 and following. It says, For you are a people holy to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for his treasured possession out of all the peoples who are on the face of the earth. It is not because you were more in number than any other people, that the Lord set his love on you and chose you, for you were the fewest of all people. Verse 8 says, But it is God, because the Lord loves you and is keeping the oath that he swore to your fathers. So here we see God's faithfulness in keeping an oath that he gave to his fathers as we go back even to the very beginning. Uh, And uh, it says that the Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of slavery, from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Know therefore that the Lord your God is God, the faithful God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. And again, we have this as, you know, this overarching language of a thousand generations. The fact is, is that God keeps his covenant through all of what we would know as time itself uh, all the way into eternity where god dwells Uh, and he is going to keep that oath uh, when he swears by the only thing that he can trust the only thing that is true and the only thing that is faithful and that is himself Uh, and because he is that faithful god who keeps his covenants uh, even to a thousand generations it's something that should be a great encouragement to us as we see God act out. And we we can see him keeping his covenant in relation to even providing and and bringing forth Jesus Christ, uh, that promised Messiah of all that was prophesied uh, in the Old Testament as he came and as we, we saw through the revelation of the New Testament that he walked amongst us because God kept his promise because God is faithful. Another thing that we can take in relation to God's faithfulness and action is that God will always accomplish all his purpose. Uh, and this takes us to Isaiah chapter 46, um, verses eight through 11. Let me read that to you as well. Remember this and stand firm. Recall to it to mind, you transgressors. Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me, declaring the end from the beginning And from ancient times things not yet done saying my counsel shall stand and I will accomplish all my purpose calling a bird of prey from the East the man of my counsel from a far country I have spoken and I will bring it to pass I have purposed and I will do it so another thing we can see in relation to God's faithfulness and action is that the fact that he actually accomplishes everything that he says he's going to do matter of fact it says he will accomplish all his purposes. So isn't that just a, a beautiful statement to embrace the fact that God is faithful uh, in all of his purposes? And he says, I have purposed it and I will do it. Uh, there's, there's no clarifier there that God's gonna do it only if he feels like doing it. His very character and who he is, his, his attribute of faithfulness, the one thing that God will do is to accomplish the very things for which he has set out to do. Uh, And we can take uh, trust in that, and that can be an encouragement to us as well. Let me share one more with you um, as we close out uh, this uh, portion of our Sunday school time, and we'll we'll pick up next week with the the remainder. Uh, But the fact is, uh, in relation to God's faithfulness in action, is that God watches over the souls of those who belong to him. Listen to what Peter wrote in 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 17, 18, and 19. It says, For it is time for judgment to begin at the household of God. And if it begins with us, what will be the outcome for those who do not obey the gospel of God? And if the righteous is are scarcely, scarcely saved, what will become of the ungodly and the sinner? Therefore, Those who suffer according to God's will entrust their souls to a faithful creator uh, while doing good. One of the other blessings of our faithful God is the fact that he watches over our very souls. Uh, And he he will keep us and watch over us even amidst uh, the, the tribulations that may come, even against the persecution that may come, uh, those outward influences that we can see that we may not have control over do not affect our faithful god uh, and so it may be a comfort to each and every one of us uh, and may we also entrust uh, ourselves our very souls uh, to the creator uh, who is faithful uh, may this be an encouragement to each and every one of us today and uh, next week we'll we'll finish out this Uh, looking at God's faithfulness in action. So let's close in a word of prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this uh, Sunday, Lord. We thank you for uh, the truth uh, pertaining to your faithfulness, uh, that you are our faithful God, because uh, faithfulness is something that uh, you are. Uh, And we are thankful that nothing can come from without to change or to move uh, you, that you don't need to improve on your faithfulness because it's perfect. It is holy. It is holy. Uh, and it is just uh, in everything that you do. So may these uh, truths in relation to your faithfulness encourage us uh, as we see you as our personal God that is interacting with uh, his creation, uh, and in particular through those who have been saved uh, through the precious blood of uh, uh, your son, Jesus Christ. And In his name we pray. Amen. Well, God bless you, church family, and have an enjoyable Sunday.